I have no doubt that we're going to see a real push for civil war. We're going to have so much civil unrest in the United States because it's an election year. We always do, but every year seems like it gets a little bit crazier. And this one, I mean, they're trying to get Trump off the ballot in Colorado. Again, I'm not a supporter of any politicians. I don't support anyone. I don't even need, I, I shouldn't even have to say that. I, I mean, a lot of people that have viewed me for a while know I'm an anarchist and I don't believe in um, stealing people's money to give to something that a few people voted and other people didn't. I mean, that's against consent. But I think that, first of all, of course, they're going to try and rig it. They're going to use that as the bully pulpit in order to create that unrest and we're going to see probably a new democratic candidate come in as well because i mean i i talked to a democrat last night tim and she was super anti-trump and then i mentioned biden and she's like how did that guy get in office he's like a zombie he walks into walls i'm like even like the left is sick of biden themselves so i think there's going to be a lot of chaos surrounding you know um the, the presidential election which i mean it's you don't have to be you, you could have an IQ of 10 to figure that one out. But I mean, what do you think going forward uh, with the election, Tim, that we're going to see like on the ground activism, uh, you know, black versus white divide? What do you think? Well, unfortunately, they want to the system wants to keep us focused on things that we can't control and things that are outside of our ability to affect. And so they want us to. Uh, you know, put all of our energy, all of our activism, all of our money, all of our collective might and consciousness into the, this selection. And then even if you were, even if the votes were accurately counted, which is a big if, we know that's not going to be the case. Well, okay, it's really all you're doing is signaling a preference for them, the electoral college that can then just vote whatever way they want to vote anyways. And it's always the people that they want to foist up there. Now, I was a big proponent of Donald Trump in 2016 because I thought that Hillary was going to get in there to start World War III with Russia and that that would be used as a kickoff for the dollar going down. And then, you know, I think, uh, but then as soon as he got in there, started doing all the same crap that Obama was in terms of, you know, putting in Jerome Powell and printing all this money and, and, you know, having the debt go up more in four years and Obama did in eight years. We can keep, this is not just, you know, a Trump bash fest, uh, but, you know, ultimately the people that you trusted then turn your back on you. Those are the people that I want to go after the most. And so I think with this selection, ultimately, I think one of the, the ways, one of the things I hope people start understanding is that, you know, it's not about make America great. Like, what does that mean? America was great because America was free, but we're not a free country anymore in newsflash. We weren't free before 2020. We weren't free in 2008. We basically have not been free by our entire lifetimes. And so ultimately we can't be free until people know the truth of what's going on. Just because it gets to... worse doesn't mean that we were free before. It's like they normalize the tyranny and then we're like, we're supposed to just go back 15 years and everything's going to be fine. But 15 years ago, we still had the Patriot Act. We had all these invasions of privacy. And, uh, you know, it, it, we were just getting Obama. It, it, it's, it's absurd, the idea that, you know, because obviously our whole life has not been free. They're just normalizing the step up to complete dystopian uh, technocracy and tyranny. It's all America, freedom, Donald Trump, and I'm going to get my information from Fox News that's owned by Australian liberals that are actually uh, atheists that are palling around with Hillary Clinton. But, you know, that's the big America. I'm so tough and conservative because I listen to Australian atheist Jews or whatever. Yeah, like, controlled opposition on either, yeah. either side. 
And so it's just, I mean, but now people are winning. And independent you know, media was... too. Sorry to interrupt him, but it's independent media too. There's a, so much controlled opposition out there. Just a dramatic amount of control oh, opposition. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, somebody who just happened to uh, become uh, RFK Jr.'s uh, director of communications. But anyway, <clears throat> carry on. I, I cut you off there. Yeah. So when it comes to this selection, I did, you know, I haven't been doing very many videos recently, as you know, I've been getting running around the homestead and I had a pit bull almost take my finger off. And amazingly enough, uh, my finger came back. Although I know I thank Mike Adams for making a video on having something similar happen to him. So thank you, Mike, because uh, I was probably about one in a million odds of being at the spot where I have my hand again. Yeah, so. definitely shout out to our friend, Mike Adams at Na Natural News and uh, Bright Dion and the Health Ranger. If uh, Everyone already knows who he is, so I don't need to even- Yeah, they all- that. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, but you know, and I forgot the question. But going back to the election, you know, I had a lot of time to think as I was laid out for all this, and and I, I, my base case on this really has been to give credit to Roger Stone because I think he was the first person to really put this out there in terms of you'd have a Biden step down at some point, maybe after the primary is already done, so that way they can't you know have another primary, and then you know they need to have Kamala be in there for you know maybe a day or two as a token first black woman even though she's indian and not black uh but then you have to then replace one black woman for another black woman so then or supposed woman and uh michelle obama yeah. and then you know since it would be, and then so i'm thinking it's either going to be michelle dare i say hillary i mean i don't i think she's going to obviously make a big vibe for this you'll have gavin newsom be the vice president um, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be Hillary at all. I definitely, yeah, Gavin Newsom sounds like the most likely. He's doing like trips to China to meet with Xi, and then she's meeting him in California. Some weird stuff's going on there. Yeah, and then so, but then if you have a black man in the White House, like, like having uh, Michael Obama being the first black man, I mean, Barack was only half black, and his yeah. name was, real name was Barry Zotero. But just, so yeah. then it then helps with the race baiting to say, oh, you know, it's, you know, people are only pissed off about what's going on because there's a black woman in the White House. Yeah. Uh, and it's, oh, because she's black and she's a woman. And, and it's going to be about all these other things. And then maybe, and then now this part I did postulate several months ago saying that they would start kicking Trump off the ballot in a few different battleground states that would be very close, but happen to lean left. And so then that way, uh, you know, Trump will essentially have to run the table. And then had he won one of those other states, he would have, you know, in quotes, won. And so they're going to do what's ever going to piss off the most amount of people and foment the most amount of anger. And so I think for the system, they're going to get all the MAGA people completely riled up. And then they're going to try to maybe even backdoor in like a Nikki Haley, uh, which at this yeah. point doesn't seem like a very big prediction because uh, you can see the whole power structures and the Jamie Diamonds of the world and uh, Larry Fink's of the world going out and like pushing this uh, w complete warmonger. Uh, I'd rather have Biden in there than, than having Nikki Haley. Uh, well, because obviously Biden obviously isn't writing the laws or doing any of that kind of yeah. stuff. He's obviously he's got dementia and he's like pooping his pants in front of the Pope. But Nikki Haley um, actually has... Uh, views of her own that are extremely dangerous at the end of the day no matter who wins is bad but uh, I mean Nikki Haley is basically calling for a world war that we must go and support Israel she's her name's not even Nikki Haley and she says that every pseudonym should be exposed worldwide and everyone should have their social media connected to government ID so that they can't might, well might as well be Hillary Clinton might as well be Hillary Clinton I mean there's yeah. really not too much difference she uh, is a complete see you next Tuesday and honestly I I I can't even hold back on she's a a piece of fucking shit I she's a cunt I'm sorry language but an absolute fucking cunt I mean every time 
time you listen to this bitch talk on TV, to, I don't know if anyone saw the Tucker Carlson bit, but it's just unbelievably stupid. Like this woman is basically a Lindsey Graham Warhawk, a John McCain Warhawk, but even jumps to another level in some ways, which is insane to even think of. Cause I mean, she's more of like a John Bolton type because I mean, Lindsey Graham and John McCain were huge Warhawks. Nikki Haley seems to be wanting to take the cake on this one. Um, I mean, she's more of a John Bolton type character where she's like just level Iran, level China, level Russia, level all these countries. It's like, what is seriously wrong with someone to actually push like such a, a viewpoint? And then Trump, you know, contemplating Nikki Haley as a vice president is just like the stupidest thing I've ever heard, too, which is a real story. I, I thought that, that was I satire. That. I thought it was satire. He's actually contemplating his his team. His election team has already said that they are contemplating Nikki Haley as a running mate. And it's like, okay, if anyone is Vivek Ramaswamy, who of course Vivek is extremely sketchy and changed every viewpoint he had from like a, a year and a half ago, suddenly when he ran for president, very questionable. Um, stole Obama's speech when he was on the debate stage, super weird stuff and worked for a pharma company, I believe, and like was promoting vaccines into 2022. So yeah, big problem there. Um, but of course, you, you know, that's probably the most likely positive scenario for Trump would be running with Vivek Ramaswamy. But again, it's just a waste of time to even go out there and, and you know, put a piece of paper in a box and say, I vote to enslave my neighbor because I think I know better than him. No matter what side you're on and no matter how right you might be, these things have to be done consensually and they, they have to be done by withdrawing from the system instead of using the same system that's fucked us over and over and over again for centuries to fix the system it makes no sense it, it's absurd and um it's a good way to die hard and of course you know we have um you know rfk jr as well die running hard and vote, and, vote, and vote harder in the sequence vote harder <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it. and and you know we, we have rfk jr um running who has completely lost the plot uh del bigtree is now his director of communication as of today um and but he, he he is he he just announced it today and um of course no um, way rfk i know and rfk jr i i liked a lot of what he said i've had i've been in communication to some degree with him over the last few years but you know it, it, the fact of the matter is he lost the plot so hard not just with the terrain thing versus germ theory which he believes in germ theory but also um with the fact that we have um you know, Israel as one of his main things where he's kissing up to the disgusting, uh, you know, slobby Rabbi Shmuley, who his name sounds like what he looks like, um, who is going around faking hate crimes on himself and taking disgusting shirtless videos of himself and selling his daughter's sex toys online. Yes, it's a real thing. Uh, RFK Jr. has lost the plot on Israel so much. It's not that it, you have to support, you know, everything that what the leftists support when it comes to that. You don't have to support every Palestinian because obviously there's a lot of bad ideas that go around everywhere. But the idea of blindly supporting Israel, which killed his father and his uh, and his uncle, it's beyond crazy and um, self-destructive. So yeah, uh, RFK Jr. totally lost the plot. Um, and you know, I, I, it should have been obvious when he was, um, having parties with his wife where his wife was demanding that people, uh, wear masks and show their vaccine passport to get in. So again, um, I'll take a loss in RFK Jr. I never said, I, I thought he should be president. I never support any politicians, but I, I did say that he was a good guy for a while. And, 
he, he's totally you and i did you and i did get into some heated debates where yeah i was pointing out the and i think i one of my his wife cheryl hines one of my favorite shows i'm not even a tv guy was is curb your enthusiasm which yeah, is where same. you know her big uh you know fame kind of came from and but i'm like you know what if you aren't smart enough to realize that the person that you're marrying is making you, people having covid tests to get to your holiday party uh if you can't if the biggest decision of your life is who you marry and you marry someone like that, then you're not smart enough to become a president. So, you know what, everyone in alternative media that gave me shit and everyone, I mean, like you've come around on this, but so many people wanted to hold their hopes out like, Oh, this time it's different. Like we've got yeah. someone. And to be clear, uh, I never, ever, ever thought he should be president. I just thought it was good yeah, to have yeah. him as a, on a, on a pulpit talking about a lot of this stuff in mainstream media, which I still think was good in a lot of ways. It helped a lot of people, but it brought people blindly into the arms of someone who is then saying we need to uh, kill everyone in, in Gaza essentially. And uh, is pulling the same bullshit as Ben Shapiro and uh, Jordan Peterson. Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, I think he said something else like along the lines of if a bill or camera came across my desk to ban guns or AR 15s, I would do it. But I know that that would never come across my desk. So yeah. uh, it's just a hypothetical, but I would do it. And so I'm like, all right. Yeah, like, on the one hand, you can't <laughs> defend him and say, oh, well, he said, you know, it probably never happened. But he, I mean, it should be, that's just a complete non starter. Same reason why I left the Libertarian Party in 2016 when you had. Gary Johnson's running mate, Bill Weld, said that AR-15s, or sorry, handguns are more dangerous than AR-15s and they need to be banned. I'm like, you know, if we can't even, and this time, I, mean, I paid no attention to any of this stuff. Actually, I wrote in just to piss off everybody because I'm like, you know, I'll piss off all the anarchists by voting. I'll piss off uh, the libertarians, even though the delegate for the party, I'll piss off the Republicans. So I actually wrote in Kanye West in 2020, not knowing that, you know, that would become now like the big racist vote to uh, to put that in there. So if you're out there, yay, yay. Uh, I'm one of the only people that probably voted for you out there in 2020, <laughs> just to signify, I knew it was going to get stolen. And in the PowerPoint that I had in 2020, I had the states that they, that they would steal in February, 2020, Anarchapoco. And the only state that I missed was Georgia. And so it wasn't just, you know, pulling random things out of the air. I knew how they were going to do this. And I used to live in Maricopa County, knowing that that is one of the apex centers of all yeah. this crime. And so if, well, like literally the guy in charge of that, uh, behind who now the current governor but who's also there fraudulently but the person who was in charge of that literally his name was william gates uh so you have a guy named a different bill gates but a different william gates running the election and uh you just steal one county and you steal the entire state and, you, right. and so really you just steal you know six major counties in the country and you steal the entire election but ultimately it doesn't matter if the person that you're putting in there then votes to lock everybody down and pushes vaccines on everybody or, you know, in terms of being the godfather of the vaccine and then has more debt in four years than Obama and eight, you know, so I don't, Absolutely. the road to hell was paved with good intentions. So I don't care how good the intentions are. It's about the result. Was I more free or less free? Never yeah. been less free. And uh, yeah. We've always, yeah. we're always losing freedom every time we decide to, um, and I always, I, I correlated a lot with um, the idea of you have a neighbor, you have another neighbor, Two of the neighbors get together and they come to your house and they say, hey, um, I need you to fix my kitchen cabinet. And you're like, well, I don't want to do that. And they're like, well, it's uh, two versus one majority rules. Uh, again, if 51% of people vote for something, it doesn't mean that it, it it's consensual for the 49% of other people to have it enforced on them, no matter how good an idea. Good ideas don't require force. 
all good ideas can be um, created voluntarily in a voluntary society uh, by a voluntarist, um, you know, uh, a group of people who are willing to come together as individuals, not a collective of, of, of slaves to do it. But uh, I wanted to move on from the election stuff because I hate the election stuff so much. It just it drives me crazy. But it is uh, a lot of people want to hear our thoughts on it. And I think it's important. Um, yeah, it's not going to end well. <laughs> like that, No matter what is what happens, it's not going to end well. But um, with that said, uh, well, you know, it, it can it can end well, because as people start waking up and realizing, oh, wow, like, you know what, maybe one of the options is the fact is that if our money, you know, as it's being hyperinflated away or, or inflated away currently, if our if the fact that our when you see you know creature from Jekyll Island behind me if if anyone watching this uh, hasn't read that you know I can't recommend that enough because you have to understand everything ultimately comes down I mean I guess it starts at a spiritual religious and then kind of comes down from there but yeah. then money is very high up there and the fact that our money if we're <clears> the only two people on earth and I create the first hundred dollars the only hundred dollars and let you borrow it for three percent interest one year loan at the end of year one you owe me a hundred and three dollars you cannot pay me $103 if I only created 100 and that's all that exists. And so that is what our money system is currently like. And so that's why the very first podcast I ever made in 2016 says, yeah. I don't care. The week Trump got elected, I said, I don't care if there's a thousand things I want Trump to do. And he does 999. If he doesn't at least use the bully pulpit to expose the fraud that the money that we call the currency of the U.S. dollar is not that system, unless that system ends and is replaced by something that's decentralized, we're never going to be free. And so the fact that our money is privately owned by central bankers, I don't give a shit about all yeah. the other issues. Exactly. If my kids and my grandkids are going to be slaves to these bankers. And so, you know, but more and more people but, are realizing this. Guys like Mike Adams now realizing this, having decentralized TV, having ways where guys like you and me can't be kicked off of Facebook, can't be kicked off of YouTube because we right. need to have technologies that prevent us from being kicked off because ultimately it's not about fighting the Federal Reserve. The best way to fight them is to have this other technology, which is whether it's privacy coins yeah. or Bitcoin, something that you control, that they cannot actually just go into Absolutely. your wallet, take your money, shut your bank down, turn us off. They want to turn us off. They want to have us be dependent uh, and it's going to come down to a food thing. Yeah. They want to that, that dependence through food. And so. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, Tim, uh, one of the ways that they'll also distract us from this very obvious issue, the central banking system, inflation, all these things, the creation of currency is, of course, with, um, you know, riots and people fighting against each other in the streets and killing each other and the divide. So everyone's busy fighting each other and still instead of looking at the real enemy and the people that are fighting each other are the um, the, the subjects, the the end result of this money printing and this chaos and the, the poverty we're seeing and the, the, all the robberies we're seeing uh, is, is, is very much connected to the inflation rate and all these other things. But also, you know, I, I, we have elections all over the world and we have uh, Geert Wilders in the Netherlands. Everyone's like, yeah, he's so great. He's anti-woke. Um, but here's the problem. He and he was imprisoned and he was indicted and all that kind of stuff. But <clears throat> he still sucks Israel's dick. He's a, he loves Zionism. Then you have Javier Malay in Argentina, who I love most of what he says, but he calls himself an anarcho-capitalist. You cannot be an anarcho-capitalist and be president of country. Now, is he destroying the central bank? Yes. So that does have a huge impact. But then who started usury? Who started spreading usury all over the world? Who controls the money? 
money supply in, in such a huge amount of ways worldwide. And who are the people on the like if you look at the board of, of governors and the people that work at the Federal Reserve, what country are they also citizens of, dual citizens of? Israel. And Javier Malay is a huge Zionist dick sucker. He loves Zionism. He loves Talmudic Judaism. He and it, which isn't even really uh, Judaism. He loves the state of Israel. And one of the first things he did was when he was elected, he said, I'm going to Israel. I'm going to go visit the Holy Land, touch the wall, wear the little tiny hat and, and do all that kind of stuff. Now, look, I don't give a shit if you're Jewish or not. If, if we're dealing with a state that is mass murdering people, and that that's what they're doing. It's evil and you cannot support it as if you are, are true to your religious beliefs, not what, uh, you know, Benjamin Netanyahu is quoting out of the Bible. Um, you have to remember what Amalek has done to you and he's promoting um, killing men, women and children, including uh, infants suckling at the teat, all their cows, all their food, Isn't that all not their even his real name, too. Netanyahu. Yeah, it, no, I know. And um, well, I know um, Javier Malay also has another name. It's like uh, it's the same last name as Benjamin Netanyahu's family member's last name, if you actually go back. So it's crazy. He was a member of the World Economic Forum, and he just joined the Paris Accord again after getting rid of all these parts of government. And again, getting rid of the central bank. Beautiful. I love it. I love seeing him take down all these different departments, the Department of Education, well, welfare, well, all this kind of stuff. With the dollar. I mean, yeah, well, like, yeah. it's going to be a competing currency. But yeah, starting off with the dollar is also really silly. And it's just a losing battle in that case. You need to withdraw completely and not keep things in place or else it just doesn't work. But it's still not anarcho-capitalism. So the point is, voluntary like cooperation there. is how we do it. Yeah, things. I feel like he's there for like some sort of control. No, I haven't paid very much attention to him because you know anytime one of these yeah. people get up there you know if he was for real he probably would have been assassinated by now so i feel like he's there for some sort of controlled opposition to have their economy implode and be like look they tried to go like the libertarian route and look what happened to them and yeah you, know, exactly. you see guys like klaus schwab even saying like one of the greatest evils is libertarianism um you know and, and so even tucker now, carlson recently said that um libertarian economics makes no sense and is is it doesn't work and is stupid or something along those lines and it's like really like well, is, have you never really looked into it you're a ron paul supporter back in like 2009 what are you talking about but again it's just, it's, it's. I mean, and Tucker Carlson was supporting Hillary up until uh, Trump was in office. And so I was at two different financial conferences that sponsored me to be at, at a, they're recruiting me to be at a, a financial conference. One was in 2015, one was in 2016. And both of them had uh, Tucker Carlson and his little butt buddy, uh, Paul Begalia up there you know, for, to recreate like a crossfire the, the thing. Oompa Loompa from the left. Yeah. Yeah. And they both, and like, and he was telling a room full of basically a room, a big room, like thousands of people there of uh, mainly you're looking at probably average age of probably 58 white dude, Republican financial advisor. And he's telling that room, listen, calm down. Hillary, she's not that bad. Uh, you know what? She's really quite moderate. You guys don't really have too much to yeah. worry about. And so, yeah, I'm glad that he's come around to some things, but uh, you know, he still has some work. If you're, if still as of the last, you know, two go rounds ago, you were still advocating Hillary and, P and I'm sure people in the comments are probably like, Oh, this guy's full of shit. And why don't you prove it or something like that? Yeah. But you know, he said it, uh, well, he also twice. just had Kevin Spacey on his show and, and, you know, he's part of the new group, but it's like Tucker Carlson and Elon Musk. And we have to all bow down to this. And David Icke has been doing an amazing job. And another shout out to David Icke. He said something that I'm really honored to, to have gotten from him uh, last night. He uh, commented and he's taking a break from Twitter. He was exposing the alternative media, which he's done on camera with me in, in the past, but he, he wrote to me 
you are one of the genuine ones, mate. It's a pleasure to know you, which was just a really honor. It's, it's an honor to get that from him because he is exposing so many of the independent medias that are um, just creating some false God, this antichrist like figure among Elon Musk, who is, wants to put brain implants in people and, 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 you know, give everyone self-driving electric cars that could bring you to the gulag. And I've already reported on the fact that cars are being hacked into and um, governments want control over your gas pedal and your steering wheel. So we must withdraw from the system, withdraw from the banking system, which is enslaving us as much as we humanly can. Tim has a bunch of options for ways that you could actually uh, pull out of the system as much as you can financially and outside of financially with this truth to freedom um, a nonprofit that he's creating as well. So I urge people to go to the libertyadvisorshow.com and also check out the bit.ly link in the description if you want a free consultation uh, and, and sign up there. Um, again, very important going forward. Uh, okay, so there's storable foods. Uh, again, har heavensharvest.com, code WAM, W-A-M. You have the meat company with um, Wild Harvest, which I urge people to go and check. Uh, well, I see. No, I, I need to again. sign. I need to. I, I feel bad. I need to sign up for that. And actually, wild another pastures. I should have said. I don't know why I keep saying wild harvest, but wild pastures is linked in the description. I'm also not like a resolution guy. I'm just a guy who likes to go out there and do it. But I think as a resolution, is I'm the only beef I'm gonna or the only meat I'm gonna eat from now on is gonna be beef. Uh, you know, I just can't yeah. trust any of the. Uh, obviously uh pig products no well they're putting modified and... rna in this kind of stuff and you know with wild pastures again if you guys use the link it's 20 percent off for life plus 15 dollars off your first box and you can customize you could use a grass-fed and finished beef uh pasture raised pork pasture raised chicken wild caught seafood whatever it might be but again it's no gmos no modified rna none of that kind of stuff and it's directly delivered to your door you save money versus a grocery store so check that out my friends and you save the family farmers nearby in your locale because it, it, i mean they're under attack big time and we're going to see that worsen in 2020 24 as well but um again very important to support yourself and of course yeah because john Kerry says you know small farms and agriculture are, are, yeah. you know, they all have to go and bill gates yeah, says, you know, number, the number one number one thing is sustainable organic farming is gonna is you know, the big evil that's out there yeah so. and i remember when pink slime was such a big thing tim and and everyone was disgusted well they brought that back and no one even cares that, that's how much they've normalized us they've put pink slime back in the food supply ground beef a lot of the time is pink slime a lot of the stuff you're getting at the store is foam disgusting mulch gross stuff just disgusting stuff with very deadly fillers that are full of forever chemicals so again there's there's solutions to all this